So if we if we get snow, his is rare, you know. Yeah, when we get snow, it's a <laughs> it's a holiday. It's like, oh my god, it's just snow. All the children got to roll in it before they go to school. School is out. <laughs> they got to shut school down because of all of the accidents on the road. Yeah, people don't know how to act. They sliding all over the road. But uh, a lot has been happening in in the past week. That's true. As far as business is concerned, as yeah. far as how businesses are interacting with our community. That's true. The respect level they have for our community. Yeah. And our commander in chief, he made some misstatements, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. He's losing a lot of respect uh from citizens and, and, and also from from other nations around the world. He's not a very diplomatic character, is he? He's not a he's not very presidential. Not very presidential <laughs> at all. So we're going to get into all of that today. Yeah. What, is, what is the topic of this episode? Business names. Business names, okay. Brands and image. Business names. So how, how does that factor into what we're talking about right now? Okay, Business Building Blocks is a podcast that talks about business and economic development in the black community. So we need to talk about these uh, events, how it impacts our community. And how we can, how our business economically, how how we should respond economically, right? Or how it affects us economically. And the first um, issue we want to talk about is the H and M scandal. H and M. H and M. I'm sorry. Um, uh, the hoodie, the sweatshirt. Right. Right. The. Uh... And for those of y'all who may not have seen, which the whole internet saw, H and M put out a hoodie. With a little black brother in it, yeah. I mean, wearing yeah, wearing the hoodie, and, and what is the what did they put on the hoodie? The hoodie reads "Coolest Monkey in the Jungle." Mm-mm. You see, the the message here is clear, and uh, the brother uh, is our child, so that's that's the psychological warfare. You remember the movie Get Out? In the movie Get Out, um, the blacks. Uh, were being persuaded to be uh, uh, put in the sunken place by the whites, the liberal whites. Right. And and their black mind being taken out and the white brain being put in. So this is an image of the white racists. This is the being projected on us. That's how they see us. That's how they see us. And uh, they labeled us, you know, during slavery, in the, in the process of slavery, you had to take a free man, a wise African. We were raw in our own, uh, in our own uh, country. Uh, we were uh, civilized. We had our own civilizations, our own culture, our own languages, our own religion, our own customs. So how could you make that man a slave? You had to, first of all, break him down and, and cut him off from his language, from his religion, from his God, his customs, his history, his really identity. 
and then give him a new identity, slave, nigga. So the nigga was made in America, you know, after we was reduced now from a human being to the level of a beast, and so that they can use us as a tool and a slave. They can exploit us. Yeah, because, I mean, if you a monkey, monkeys don't have no rights, you know. Right. They do all kind of uh, medical testing and uh they test shampoos and medication, all this kind of stuff on monkeys. And, right. the, and the reason you can do that is because they're animals. They're not human. They don't have no rights. Right. So that's a way that they saw us, and that's a way that they justified doing all the horrific things that they did to us by portraying us as subhuman. Right. So that's why the people who try to act like that this is just something like, oh, you know, it's just a kid shirt. It, it doesn't have that meaning into it. Another excuse they have is this is, this is the U.K., but who do they think settled America? Well, they know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this whole thing about uh, branding and, 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 and business. For one thing, uh, slavery was not just America by itself. You know, the, the slavery existed in Europe as well. Uh, Great Britain was involved in slavery. I mean, it was the Europeans from Europe that established America. And they it had a, a triangular slave trade. You know, slaves were brought uh, to Europe and America. And also the Indians were brought from America to Europe and to back to Africa. You know, because you want to take a slave away from his native land so he, he can't escape because he don't know the terrain. Mm. He lost, so that's another control mechanism. But uh, they had to cause us to lose our identity and then they impose their view on us. And it's the same with the educational system. You see, they are strippers of our history and then impose their history on us. And they tell the story. They, they control the narrative. And long as they control the narrative, where are we going to be? They're going to be the superhero. <laughs> right. Superman, Wonder Woman is all, all white. I was listening to an interview of Jamie Foxx, and he's from a small town in Texas. Right. And he was talking about when he moved to L.A., he learned so much because all he really knew— Oh, no, no, no. He he went to an international music school. Okay. And when he went there, he met people from all over the world, and he was learning all these different histories. And he was like, he had no idea because in, in his school— all they taught him was Texas history. Yeah. So all, if he if he didn't know Texas history, it didn't happen. It didn't happen yeah, in the world yeah. if it didn't happen in Texas or in America. So that, that that's a way uh, to control you by limiting your knowledge. During slavery, we was not allowed to learn, not allowed to uh, to read, and that's why it's control. Um, and also this notion about this corporation, uh, oh, it's. It's not a part of the U.S. Well, we're in a whole world market. The whole world is the market now. It was an online. They selling these hoodies and shirts online. Even in South Africa, shout out to South Africa, the EFF, Economic Freedom Fighters, a part in South Africa, uh, led by uh, Mr. Julius Le, uh, Malima, uh, the Economic Freedom Fighters. And... Uh, they want the resources turned over to the uh, to the people. Right. The whites own still own most of the land and most of the resources. <clears throat> so even though they have black government, the resources, the land ownership is not in the hands of the people. 
most of the blacks are still living in the shanty towns and the ghettos. Mm. But the the economic freedom fighters, a party rose up to challenge the ANC. The ANC was the party of Nelson Mandela. But now they are the, the, the government. And there's another party challenging them because they have become the status quo. They're not, they not redistributing the wealth of the land back to the true owners. Okay, they have an H&M store in a mall in Johannesburg. And the economic freedom fighters ransacked the, the, the store and they protested. Mm. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a worldwide effect. It's a worldwide movement. For us, for one thing, to take the land back, take the resources back. But like we talked about that movie, Get Out, we got to take our mind back. You know, a few episodes ago, we did a show on why blacks are so loyal to brands. And we're not loyal to our brand. We're loyal to white brands, these large corporations that we have no stock in. Mm Mm-hmm. Question is why? Self-esteem issues. We don't know our true identity. We lack a people with amnesia. So we have been have a, a, a false identity imposed on us. You black, you ugly, you a nigga, you know, you're a criminal, you know, and uh you're only strong physically, you weak mentally. Again, Willie Lynch. Willie Lynch was a slave-making process that the uh, that was taught uh, to the slaves in order to make them perpetual slaves, or make us perpetual slaves, and that's how we we still supported these people who's not giving us proper service. You know, they're giving us poor customer service with negative images of ourselves, or they they treat us like. Criminals, we're thieves in their in their shop, in their stores. They send somebody around to watch you, and now you're a shoplifter. Right? Are you finding everything okay? Are you finding? <laughs> <laughs> but we we, we go. You know, I'm gonna spend four hundred dollars on this Gucci belt. Oh they, yeah. They, they won't let you. They put you out the store because you look like a thug, sir. Do you can you afford this? Do you? Yeah. Wanna... <laughs> but why are you spending four hundred dollars? On a on a product that probably costs five dollars to make. I, I'm I'm interested in how did they how did they do that? But there are newer brands now that have that kind of resale value yeah. that are um that are black people, and I think that's kind of cool. Like, and I don't think it was like well, say like the Jordans, right? Yeah. If you got some some exclusive Jordans, you might be able to sell some Jordans nobody got for twenty five, you know, twenty five thousand dollars or something crazy like that. But so that that's people have a lot of faith in Jordan. Is it because Jordan signed with Nike, or is it because we have this feeling that we really want to support our own, but we need a co-sign? Like we need like, you know what well, I mean? Well, 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 originally. Really, we had the confidence in Nike. Yeah. Nike's name. Remember back during slavery, the slave uh, took on the name of their master. Whatever the master's uh, surname, last name was, that's who plantation we was on. We take on his name. So if we don't have no value, our value is zero, 
then we see value in him. He owned a big corporation. It's Nike. You know, we looking up to them. They the giants. Remember the children of Israel uh, was promised a promised land, but there were giants in the land. They really people like you and me. But we see them as giants. We see them bigger than life. Our 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 perception of them, and that's because of their wealth, their influence in the world. But we made them wealthy. <laughs> we we the root of their wealth. Right, right. The same with Nike. They're gonna use uh, the athletes. You know, Jordan, his his athletic ability, his athletic achievement in the world of basketball. But he black. But you're going to steal his birthright. Are you going to use it in order to attract people to your product? Right. <laughs> and uh, you see give how him they do it. They're they doing it with marketing. Yeah, yeah. They'll give him $100 million, but but then they'll make like a billion dollars off of it. Or like, you know what I mean? But this marketing here is psychology. Mm. They have to control us psychologically. Really, that's what marketing is. You 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 persuading the people really to support your brand, your product. So you caption that market. So you need to have some type of influence on them, some type of magnetism. You know, like with the the uh, the vampire. The vampire, he looks in your eyes, he, he hypnotizes you, and he have control over your mind. And that's how we are with these with these ad campaigns. Yeah. And and they assign the value. Gucci. You know, the Gucci gang, the Gucci man. Everybody Gucci now. Are you Gucci? I have not, I own no Gucci. <laughs> I do not own one pair of Gucci. But I mean, Gucci <laughs> is a slang now, right? Oh, I mean, oh, you, oh that's what you're saying. Oh. You, know, you, you know, but we... We have really uh, internalized their, idolized their name. Yeah. But we haven't idolized our name. Their name, names mean something. We want to talk about that. What is a name? What a name denotes identity, for one thing, and it uh, it, it shows ownership. Who's on it? Who, who owns it? Right. So we just talked about H&M in South Africa. Instead of them wearing a dashiki, they put on the hoodie, <laughs> right? you know, to be like the white man, but you empowering the white man if you're not making the hoodie. You know, whoever you spend your money in is who, whoever you spend your money with is who you empower. Mm. Yeah, and... So let me ask you this: H and M, when they put when they put this ad out or this this product, and people always say any publicity is good publicity. What's the likelihood that they did this on purpose and they knew that it would get people mentioned? Because I ain't heard the word H and M spoken this often ever. H yeah. and M is a brand that's like okay, nobody really was just talking about it, but now it's like in primetime news, yeah. everybody talking about it. So it's almost like. I feel like they're like learning how to use outrage and specifically black people's outrage or any other or maybe women's outrage mm-hmm. to 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 get attention and get yeah. traffic yeah, and get yeah. numbers. They, they getting it and also they understand that if you don't make your own you got to go right back to them. 
and we don't stay angry long enough. Our, our, our anger is temporary, and our anger is surface. Because if we was really angry, we would separate. You know, why the, the man had a dog on the porch, and the dog was moaning, you know, mm, mm. so uh, uh, the guest walked up next to the old man, you know, why is your dog moaning? Say he's laying on a nail. He said, mm, the dog's still moaning. He said, why don't he, he move? It's not hurting him bad enough. <laughs> All right. So I guess they're not mistreating us enough. They're not uh, killing us enough. They're not imprisoning us enough. They're not uh, lying to us enough for us to, to, to make a change. Yeah, for it to be, like, obvious, for it to be, like, what, what, we need to link up with our, you know? <laughs> like we, we, We've been talking about what H&M is going to do. Yeah. They're, they're marketing, they're, they got their website, they got their stores. They in business. Yeah, they, they set they, up. They, they making money. <laughs> they, they got publicity. All the news outlets are talking about them. They got stores and, all over the world. And now all the races, I'm pretty sure the races going to run out and support H&M. Cause they like the message they putting out. <laughs> yeah, they got some, they got other people that 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 they want us to be the monkey in the jungle. Because remember, they made themselves Tarzan. You know, they the king of all the animals and us. Mm-hmm. So now, what? Now the ball is in our court. It's in our hand. What are we gonna do? Are we gonna continue to support those who vilify us? Go ahead, go ahead. Are we gonna are we gonna uh empower ourselves by redirecting our dollars into black brands, you know, black owned and operated brands? Uh we're gonna make our companies known, our logos known, make our 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 thing, our name and our brand valuable. First of all, it must be valuable to us. You know, uh, we have to support it. We have to, we, we, you know, you, you talk about the woke movement, the conscious movement. When is that movement is going to translate to a real meaningful change is when there's economic, our economic uh, spending patterns, our spending patterns change. We have to be conscious with our dollars. You know, are we conscious where our dollars go? Or are we just, you know, is it just a hairdo? Is it just fashion? Right. But are, are we really conscious financially <laughs> with how we spend our dollars? Yeah, that's the problem. I think a lot of times stuff is, like you saying, surface, surface level. Mm-hmm. Like we mad enough to... uh we mad enough to talk about it, but are we mad enough to to build something for ourselves? You know. Yeah. So that's what that's what I would like to to ask everybody that's upset about it. Are you upset about it enough to go into business? Are you upset with it enough to go mentor some young black youth and give them the true history? And, and the educational system, we, we talk about it. We are told as blacks to go to school and get a good job. But how have that helped us economically? 
when we lead all the categories in unemployment and incarceration rates. So we expect after we get our education for someone else to hire us, well, their interest is not in empowering us. Right. You know, the, all the foreigners, who they hire in their business. People that look like them, people in their family. That's right. But if if, if we say, well, we're going to buy a black, oh, that's racist. Mm. We victims of racism. And business is warfare, right? That's what we're taught by Minister Farrakhan and Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, that business is warfare. And they really don't teach us business. We go into school. How many black youth you know that are going to school to set up their own, to become entrepreneurs, to be business owners, to be self-determining? Are we, we going for a career? And now we're waiting, hoping and praying that somebody discovers us mm. and that gives us a career. Now, that, that power is outside ourselves. We're leaving it up to someone else. Are they hiring? Downtown, are they hiring? Do Mr. Trump have a job for us? <laughs> I don't think so. Now, we want to talk about what he said. So, Trump recently, what what meeting was this? They were having a meeting about uh, immigration, right? Yeah. Is yeah. that what's going on? Yeah, yeah. He, the whole thing is... is uh, I think the uh, president of uh, Norway, Norwegian president, uh, he was meeting with, uh, here they say he was meeting with uh, uh, officials, and they were talking about the immigration. But he want, he want more people from Norway, which is Europe. He want whites. He want more whites instead of immigrants from these shithole countries, like Haiti, <laughs> yeah. Africa, and El Salvador. Now, wait a minute. He naming black and Hispanic nations. Black and brown. We done right. with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he don't want no more of those immigrants. He said all of Africa, guy, at least. <laughs> Africa is a continent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nations. He don't want no Africans at all. You know, I remember he got this ban, these uh, nations, seven nations ban, but now he's saying he want nobody from Africa. Right. Or Haiti. Now, it's, it's something that he mentioned, Haiti, because Haiti historically was the first blacks in the in the new world to get their independence. And when we talked about it, when we had um, um, our international representative Brother Akbar Muhammad and Attorney Warren F. Muhammad, when we were discussing separation, Haiti, Haiti got their independence in, I think, uh, 1802 from France. And they were slaves that rose up, and from their uh, uprising and rebellion, <clears throat> they was able to defeat the uh, French and became a free and independent nation. Okay, now, America crushes them today with sanctions and really they're being occupied right now with the U.S. military. But 
why Trump want to label them, he don't want any Haitians. You know, after Haiti got their independence, <clears throat> the U.S. government didn't want any Haitians into the uh, continental United States because they didn't want them to infect us with the idea of freedom, mm. <laughs> to be free and independent. They want us to continue to have this, this uh, slave mentality. So let's go, and, and then Brother uh, Tariq Nasheed did the documentary on Haiti. Go look that up. You know, he, he's the producer of the Hidden Color series, Tariq Nasheed. Go study the history of Haiti and learn why Trump and the white supremacists don't want any Haitians in America. Mm. You know, Riling up that good niggers. Yeah, stirring up, <laughs> stirring up that our, our niggers. Yeah, yeah. They got possession. They have ownership of us. We bucking, though. We, we, you know, that's what I like. One thing that's good about this is that things that used to be, like, commonplace, like, you used to just watch presidents talk any kind of way about yeah. uh, black and brown people. You, you know, Hillary Clinton called us super predators and stuff back yeah. in the 90s. People were probably upset about that, but you couldn't hear nobody's voice about what anybody felt about that or how they used to portray us in the 90s and stuff on the news. Or you and, know, and, you know, like you talked about it, Trump is really giving us, setting us up. Or he exposing this. He exposing this corporate... Uh, driven media yeah. that's putting out propaganda for either corporate America or the government. The government put out propaganda in order to, to justify these wars overseas and then they inspire you with patriotism so you'll go fight on the front line. Yeah, yeah. Remember that old school uh, Cat Williams uh, 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 stand-up where he was like, uh, he was like, He's like, he's like, uh, they they use words that black people can't readily identify. He's like, yeah. they said they're going over there to kill some insurgents, and he's like, I don't got no insurgent <laughs> friends. I don't know no insurgents. <laughs> and then he was saying, he was like, okay, if y'all know, if y'all know who we fighting, then tell me what the Iraq uh, uniform look like. Yeah. Everybody was like, he's like, exactly. We over there killing them. We ain't killing no army. We killing right. people. Yeah. So yeah. that was a good point that they portray that as we fighting some. Organize this and that, but they just over there just killing people. And again, <laughs> the way they did by calling us monkeys or calling us niggas, mm. they use terrorism. Oh, he's a terrorist. Well, you labeling the man a terrorist. He's a human being. Like, you're a human being, but now you label him a terrorist. Or uh, you, 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 you label him a radical or extremist. He's a Muslim extremist. Yeah, you either a Muslim or you're not a Muslim. What you mean, Muslim extreme, uh, Muslim fundamentalist? You know, you got fund fundamental principles of Islam, or pillars of your faith. You know, fasting, prayer, belief in one God, the pilgrimage, so on and so forth, charity. These are pillars of your faith. All Muslims, if you're a Muslim, you believe in those fundamental principles, but in the media, they... they they fundamentalist. They extremist. And now you don't see them as a human being. Because, and that's so important, and, and to, just to reiterate that, because if you look at history, as soon as they make a character out of a people mm -hmm. or they dehumanize them in that way, 
then comes the genocide. Like, if you look at right. the Jews, they made them rats or whatever on them right. signs. Like, these are the Jews. They rats. They this and that. Mm-hmm. And then came behind that is they tried to wipe them off the planet. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the, what they did to us when they was calling yeah. us monkeys. And, and now you and got... Look at, look at what the Jews did to us. Because the so-called Jews is telling that narrative about the Holocaust. Yeah. They the ones that set up Hollywood over here and made characters... Out of us. Just out of us. Exactly, yeah. You know, and they oppressed us. They are the architects behind the slave trade. They are the bankers. You know, we was talking about finance last week. They was the insurance. They insured it. Insured the slave ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There was a financial backing behind it. They they orchestrated the whole thing. And they orchestrating it now. You see? Uh, So now we... uh, Again, art, culture, music, medicine. I mean, they mastering these fields of endeavor. Yeah. And they exploiting us. And what they doing to, to, to what they doing to people in Palestine. Yeah. How, what what they doing to them. It's like as soon as one side can create some type of like character that's why we can't allow stuff like what HM is doing. That's why we have to go into business for ourselves and and, and Keep our humanity and keep our right. our our power in telling our own narratives. Like we right. can't be with Trump calling us. We got to be what we are. Yeah. And when, back then, when we talked about Trump. Now, when the Clintons were doing it, because they because they were Democrats, they were liberals. We didn't rise up. And look at all of the atrocities that went on under Barack Obama, under the Democratic presidency, and Hillary Clinton murdering Gaddafi. And uh, they they never did pull out of uh, uh, Afghanistan and Iraq and all these nations and, and Syria. He's, he's dry, sending drones in. You know, these uh, uh, these uh, unpiloted aircraft dropping bombs on people, even American citizens that they consider to be enemies of the state. You know, without due process. Yeah. You know, uh, Guantanamo Bay. You holding people with no no courts. I mean, you just holding them there without charging them. Yeah, and they're waterboarding people. I mean, what they yeah, call torture, it? Torture, yeah, yeah, waterboarding yeah. and all that. And uh, we got to speak against that, regardless of what party you with or what color you are. Yeah, don't fall asleep because the politician is black or woman. You know, we have to look at the principle. That's the other thing right now. That, uh, everybody's saying Oprah should run for president. Have you been yeah. saying that? Yeah. And I, think, but... <laughs> I think we obsessed, and I've been hearing different people uh, voice this opinion, but I think in America we're obsessed with a celebrity, but we're not necessarily trying to find the person who's best for the job. In, yeah, in I like what you said, celebrity. We're obsessed with celebrity instead of substance. Mm-hmm. And back to the our interests, our our black agenda. We have to develop an agenda centered around our interests, not centered around the candidate's uh, popularity. You know, what is it that we want? You know, we want justice. We want freedom, justice, and equality. And we want economic justice, right? We need what happened to reparations, 310 years of chattel slavery. We never received reparations. We never received the 40 acres in the mule. 
So there could never be a, a peace here because we're not starting out equally. The other side is starting out with an advantage based on our blood, sweat, and tears. 300 years of no pay, all of that labor. Now, you got we got to be compensated for that because we're still suffering the, the psychological and economic effects of that and social effects of that. Yeah, they so eager to point out what all these executives in Hollywood and all these different, you know, the Me Too movement, yeah. all the foul things they was doing out there. Well, let's keep on going and let's talk about all the stuff they did to us in slavery yeah, and I mean, got away all a, free. All of a sudden, you, you caught his hand in the cooking jar? This man been a pervert his whole career. Not only was he a pervert, his father was a pervert, his grandfather was a pervert, and his great-grandfather was a pervert. But you don't give us our humanity because they were raping the black woman. They were molesting the black children. They were sodomizing the male slaves. Yeah, they had, they used homosexuality as a control mechanism. So these people been freaks and perverts ever since they brought us here. They was already freaks and perverts. They just brought us into their world. <laughs> And that's the hypocrisy of the whole thing, because then they're like, oh, I can't believe... They knew the whole time they was doing yeah, that. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, they say it was it was a known secret. I, a known secret. That means it was a code of silence. Yeah, that, and that wall is falling, because I don't know... I don't... Because we talk about the reparations, and in reality, if they paid us the reparations, they ain't got it. It's basically like Birdman can't pay Lil Wayne. He ain't got yeah. that money. They can't—America can't pay us what we did for them. So if they did, they would go under. If we get all these people out who did some perverted stuff, all the ministry's coming down anyway. So the point of it is, this country going down anyway. It's like, y'all yeah. done did too much. <laughs> Either you divide up the wealth and the land um, and, and try to set up equity, mm. or you're going to lose the whole thing. You know, the reason he, he didn't want any— black or brown people immigrating here, he want Europe, white Europeans, is because of the white population is in decline. Is 0% population growth. That's what they won't tell you. Trump and his white supremacists won't tell you that in Europe and America, the white population is at 0% growth. There's more of them getting older and less being born. But when you look at black and brown, we're multiplying. That's why that, that word minority is so... Why it, are we still really, saying that? It applies <laughs> to them. They are the endangered species. Yeah. But the scripture says, uh, Pharaoh, let us deal wisely with the children of Israel. The real children of Israel are blacks in America, lest they join on with the Hispanics. Or the Muslims that come against us. That's what they're afraid of. We will rule black and brown. Muslims, is, Islam is the fastest growing religion. Not just in America, but in Europe. Because of, what? Immigration. Islamic immigration. African and Arabs are flooding Europe. Because of the war-torn areas in Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan or wherever the wars are being fought, the the Arabs are fleeing into Europe. In North Africa, because of poverty, war, 
uh, in war in, in Africa. A lot of those uh, Nigerians that were being enslaved in Libya because of Boko Haram fighting the Nigerian government, poverty in Nigeria, they fleeing to Europe for a better opportunity. Yeah. Econo- it's an economic opportunity, a better life. And they coming through Libya. And Gaddafi warned them of that. But we're going to win without a sword in Europe because of uh, our birth rate. Yeah, it's just kind of like, it's kind of too late. Like, we... we, It really is. We don't die, we multiply. (laughs) What, What they need to do is have more babies, but they got this gay agenda going on. Homosexuality and lesbianism is made fair semen and abortion and birth control, birth control, the pill and all that. These so-called educated modern civilizations, Europe and America. They have less babies because they're more. I've seen that. The more education you have, the less children you have. Yeah. because they, Statistically. The woman here is pursuing her career. She's not in the home. She's not a, a, a homemaker. And uh, so she don't want to have children. She have less children. And uh, now that's backfiring. They trying to push that on us, and they trying to push education for the African woman for that reason, so she'll have less children. They do know it's too late, though. Like. And they trying to push <laughs> the gay agenda in Africa so that the Africans will stop producing, stop multiplying. So... That, we, that's called so deep, sponsorship. We, we didn't. Well, that's a cliffhanger to leave him on. But oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, what what's the whole point of why we was talking about this? This these just to, before we that, what we gonna come back to is the solutions. Yeah. But these are the things that are going on. H and M, Trump calling us what you know, and right. all these things are. You ever heard the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Yeah. So we need to be out here clicking up, building together. Yeah. Because something is going on about the ops. Yeah, well, that's the ops, the opposition, the opposition. You remember uh, business warfare, so they made they move. You now know? What? he he making his move. Now what's our what's our uh, reaction? What's our response? All right, now we're gonna come back with that response after now, the sponsors. Now we're responsive in the business building blocks with our brands, Nation Products is products that's gonna. Uh, Nation Products are literacy advocates. Go to nationproducts.com. We're trying to empower our children with knowledge. Remember, our children have been told they was they was monkeys, but now we're telling you you're you're a scientist. You know, you're a king, you're a queen, you're an astronaut. You you can be whatever you want to be. And we started teaching them math and science at an early age. Get the book Chemistry for Children produced. Uh, by Nation Products. Also, Famous Blacks in America is another book produced by Nation Products. And it shows uh, these figures throughout our history that made a contribution to our culture and the advancement of this nation. And as our children solve, each, each figure has a puzzle, a word search puzzle. And these terms, the terms, the word that they find It'll relate to that figure. And as they solve the puzzle, they learn more of their history and their culture. 
and they learn more about their own identity. Remember, their black identity. They learn more about their culture. That's going to make them more confident. They're going to raise their self-esteem, and they're going to aspire for greater things. So, nationproducts.com. Another text we've been talking about was uh, the book Separation, A Case for Separation by Attorney Warren F. Muhammad. And everything we've been talking about really relates to separation because separation is self-government, self-determining, you know, and we have to learn the history of how nations are formed, how people are grouped together, how one group of people prevail over another group of people. And we just talk about race, but look at the culture. Every, you know, European nations fought each other. You know, those people, uh, the U.S., uh, the American, the United States of America, had a war with Great Britain, a revolutionary war. And they separated from Great Britain in order to establish the United States of America. That was a separation. That was a separate movement. You know, you have North Sudan and South Sudan. They had a, a revolution. The Civil War, you had the North and the South. And the South attempted to succeed or separate from uh, the North. So we have to learn more about separation. And uh, Haiti. Haiti separated from France when their Revolutionary War. Seems to be a, a, a trend going here. That seems to be where countries, how countries are made. The birth of a country is kind of gets birthed from another country, looks like. Sometimes, if, if that country is colonizing you, yeah. if that country is enslaving you, you come so you need, to, you need to make a separation, which we were brought here against our will. We was uh, made beasts of burdens. You know, uh, we was beaten, we were killed, we were raped, we were tortured. And uh, for centuries, for generations, never received any justice, never received any payment or reparations for that. So, get the book, uh, nationsproducts.com. It's called A Case for Separation by Warren F. Muhammad. Uh, We would like to do a public service announcement for the Final Call newspaper, Black Media. We need to tell our own story more than ever now. Uh, the Final Call newspaper, go to finalcall.com. You can get the digital version at finalcalldigital.com. This is a newspaper published by Minister Farrakhan, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and the Nation of Islam. It covers news as it relates to our community throughout the country and also the Caribbean and Africa internationally. That's the Final Call newspaper. And it's facts. It's based on factual information. In a cover that uh, this latest issue talks about the extreme weather we've been having uh, and America's divine chastisement, you know. So get the Final Call newspaper. And we've been talking again about the economic blueprint. Land, land. Remember the economic freedom fighters, the party in South Africa? They want to get their land and their resources returned back to the people that were stolen by these, these European invaders. Britain colonized, uh, uh, I think it was uh, the Boers, 
I know it was Great Britain, the Dutch, the Dutch and the English uh, invaded South Africa, and they took the they took the land and the diamonds uh, owned by the Jews, the diamond mines. <clears throat> but they should be owned by the people, the African people, the black people, the native people. Recapture the land. Now we're doing that in America under the fund economicblueprint.org economicblueprint.org and we're going to get the uh, land by not firing a shot. We're going to buy it. We're just pooling our resources. This is peaceful. This is a peaceful movement. We're pooling our resources and we're purchasing the land and then we're going to cultivate the land. We're going to raise our own crops our livestock and, and we're gonna uh, get the it's gonna be a, a basis for economic development for all our businesses because all of the natural material the raw material comes from land regardless of your industry it all comes from the land so go to economicblueprint.org and of course we got my co-host Wazir's Music got any developments uh, just go check out my music. Uh, you know, W-A-Z-E-E-R. Search me on all the streaming platforms. More music coming soon. Videos coming soon. I got a show next week in L.A. My first show in L.A. I'm excited about that. All right, then. So, more developments coming. And, I mean. and, and, and go ahead and cop, cop a single from Wazir. He's one of our sponsors. And if you support Wazir, and this is what we're talking about, how we respond. Now, we'll spend $400 on a Gucci belt, or we'll spend money with H&M, but spend some money with the with the sponsors of the business building blocks, and that's who you empower. Uh, and a uh, very uh, inexpensive way to support artists who are, who are really uh, conscious in their lyrics and their content. You can find Wazir on... All your streaming sites on iTunes, on Tidal. Also find them on uh, YouTube. But we can go back to uh, the subject at hand. A good example of what we're talking about in response is Akon. Akon, the artist, and he's from Senegal. He also lived in St. Louis. His, his, his family is from Senegal, and they back and forth from St. Louis to Senegal. But he was in the music industry, and uh, you probably know him uh, in the hip-hop uh, industry. Mm-hmm. He became uh, one what a platinum artist. Yeah, a huge artist, brought us acts like T-Pain and yeah. Lady Gaga, stuff uh-huh. like that. All right. But his people, he he said that his people, every time he go back, he didn't see any change. He'll stay gone five years, come back, and people in the same condition. He wanted to to make a change, to make a difference, improve the the, the livelihood of his people. Talk about leaving the hood and coming back, and like you know what I mean. Like people always talk about when you leave your neighborhood, go out, and then whatever you get, bring it back to support where you came from. He doing that in a major way. That's One right. thing is going back and coming back and bringing like a 
a basketball team or something. He yeah. <laughs> he changing the infrastructure. Or to build a playground. Yeah. What we need is economic transformation. Our young people need employment. You know, why do we go to result to selling drugs or involving ourselves in crime? It's not because we didn't play sports. <laughs> sports is made available, but you can't eat that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very few of us make it to the pros. We plague with injuries and that type of thing, and we may not be able to get into college. So what we need is job opportunities. We need entrepreneurs to go into business and create those opportunities. Now, in the rural Africa, most of the people are still living without electricity. And, and, and Africa is a vast continent. Like I said, about 52 nations. And in rural areas, in the cities, they may have electricity. But in the rural areas, they don't. They still live in primitively, really. Because it's difficult to progress and everything is powered now uh, by uh, electricity. You need, you need light to read. You know, You need electricity to power. Most electronics. Not even to mention the internet. They, you yeah. know, they back in the yeah. Stone Age almost then, doing that. Then you need the power-driven wells in order to uh, to have fresh drinking water. So, uh, and then you talk about sewer infrastructure. They, they need really a lot of infrastructure. Uh, at the same time, all these multinational corporations drawing up all of the oil and the natural minerals and uh, developing Europe and America. The rest of the world is dependent on the mineral wealth of Africa. Right. But Akon with solar is bringing electricity to those rural areas with solar technology. And that's a good response. That's the, that's the response we want. we want to make. We want to empower ourselves and empower our community. Mm. Because he's not looking out for nobody else to do it. No, he, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't beg. He didn't come over here begging the Clintons. He didn't say, let's march for electricity. Yeah, begging Trump. <laughs> and they got it over here. They got the technology over here. Yeah. But uh, he united with China and the wealth of Africa, and they are uh, bringing that, making that happen. You know, the African Union. We have the African Union now, the uh, Alliance of African Nations. We have to begin to address our own concerns. We have to develop and use our own hands and our own minds to help ourselves and stop begging our former masters to do for us what we should be doing for ourselves. And I, I think every every black child should know about Akon and not about so much about the music, but what he's doing economically and how he's serving his people. Yeah, he talked about, I heard him one time and he said, a, what he said really blew my mind. He's like, when you look at these like like skyscrapers and stuff and then on the building it might say Rothschild or something like that. Like even when you downtown, you'll see in like downtown Houston or something, you'll see people's names on these huge skyscrapers or on these old bank buildings and stuff like that. And he was like, that could be us just yeah. over there in Africa. That's true. We have the fine, we can go over there and build with our people and then we'll have our own 
uh, you know, streets named after us. And he, you know, Akon need a monument out there after what he doing out yeah. there lighting, you know, or something like that because, or somebody in Africa might just need, because without electricity, it's like, yeah. There's so many things they don't have, so there's so many business opportunities that we can we can shake each other's, you know, one hand wash the other, really. And yeah, and that's I mean, the con- we, we we need uh we uh interdependent because whatever we produce here we need a, a market for. And whatever they produce there, they, they need a market. market for. So that's why you have trade. We have mutual interests and we have trade agreements. And you notice Mr. Trump, when he was he was always talking about making a deal. Let's make a deal. And a deal must be mutual beneficial. You know, so we need to do trade with one another first. We we right here in town, you know, wherever we are, in, we in Houston, wherever we are, we need to begin to do trade with each other. Right. And then we need to do trade with the Caribbean. Central and South America. We got our uh, uh, Hispanic brothers and sisters. We need to do trade with them. You know, um, we got China. We got Japan. We got the uh, uh, throughout the world. Australia, everybody else. And even even the whites. We'll do business with you, but it's got to be on equitable terms. You know, we're not going to be... Isolated, you know. You want a, you want separation. We're gonna put y'all on the island, and you know the, we're gonna wall you off. That ain't what we're talking about. That's what they doing to Haiti. Yeah, that's what that's what they would try to do. They'll try to put sanctions on us like they do Haiti and, and, and Cuba. And yeah, know? and that won't matter because we'll be doing trade without you know. But <laughs> but see, that's the point. You don't want to be isolated from your people around the world. Yeah. Uh, we 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 like Pan Africanism, which is uh, Marcus Garvey came up with Africans at home and abroad. We we have a common ancestry and we have a kinship, so we need to do business wherever we are, whether whether we're in America, or whether we're in the Caribbean, South America, the main continent. We need we have a we we the same people, we family. Now we need to make that a reality economic. And not channeling all our resources to people. That's 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 really mistreating us. They're not hiring us. They they build these major corporations with our our money, and they're not hiring us. We are the last one hired, the first one fired. We're being discriminated against. And then when we go buy the product, we're being discriminated against. Then you make a caricature out of us, or you vilify us. You know, so yeah, and they ain't stopping. They, they, we gotta get on. I, cause did you hear? There's a new um, richest man in the world now. The dude that on Amazon. Oh really? He the new. He got 105 billion, and yeah. it's just like man, he, and he ain't stopping. Like he, they still, they still try to get it. You know what I mean? This is warfare. <laughs> they gonna, they gonna keep trying to get a larger, larger I don't share even... of the market. They want the whole pie. Yeah, they don't want to share it. We, we just need to compete. We need the pan. We don't even got the pan talking about pie. Yeah. We get, it's time to it's time to start doing it. Yeah, yeah. We 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 have to we have to compete in the marketplace, and we have to be conscious in the spending of our dollars. We talking about learning about Africa, who built the pyramids, what we gonna build today? Yeah, our ancestors built civilization. 
what civilization are we going to build today? And we could start with a shirt. They got a shirt they put a monkey on. We could put a, we could put a crown on the brother or the sister. You know, let's put our own messages out. And, you know, we can tell how conscious you are by the messages that you put out, you know. You know, uh, we want to buy things and make ourselves uh, uh, popular or whatever. Make intelligence popular. What's popular is me wearing my own name, me empowering my own people, my own community. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they're trying to tear down... uh LeVar Ball, we talk yeah. about him every now and then. People, yeah. people mad at him because he loud, he black, and he own his company. He like yeah. they, they don't like that. He like, and now he got talks of creating his own, um, his own league. League, oh, the the, the, the college players. Exactly. Instead of going, them. yeah, they go play because I mean they robbing him anyway. Because yeah. if they get injured, they don't have no career. But they done already made all that money off these uh, brothers, and they ain't, they can't even. I heard a story about a uh, a kicker who was a kicker for a team, yeah. and he had a YouTube show, and he was making money on his YouTube, and they they, they kicked him off they the made, team. They made him. Oh, okay. oh, they made him. They made him get rid of his thing. But he, I think he left the team because he didn't want to get rid of his YouTube. Yeah. How you gonna not? You don't own this, man. You can't. See, they trying to own us. Yeah. College sports is a plantation, just like the NFL is a plantation. And they have to control us. They have to control us mentally, and they have to control us economically for them to be in power. So, I remember my first, my my one and only year of D1 uh, track, <laughs> and we had a meeting about uh, our online presence, and they were saying, you know, don't mention anything too political you know, don't get involved in any controversy. Yeah. Just try to keep it level and all this kind of stuff. People yeah. are looking at your page. And I, and I was like, they can't Be control crazy. us and tell yeah. us what to say or not. Well, well, you used to have the freedom of speech. Yeah. But now your employer yeah. is your new uh, uh, master. You sense it now by your employer. You got a right to speak, but you can't speak up unless you're free yeah, economically. You you got to go back to your your master, your handler. You you stay in line. <laughs> you can't speak. So now we got you know everybody looking up to you because you at this big college, but you you silent. Can't make no noise. Can't even make no money off yourself. Yeah, you can't make no money. <laughs> so they, they, the, the, the university is getting wax rich. How much the coach making? The coach making millions of dollars. He got a million, multi million dollar uh, deal With contract. It. Yeah, and you out here risking your life and limbs, and you have nothing but an opportunity, a chance of making a degree if your grades are up. But you can't keep your grades up because you're traveling, you're practicing, and all that. And then they, they, I heard that they persuade them to uh, to get an easier degree plan. Yeah, yeah. So it may not even be something that you passionate about that you can even create a great career with, you gonna, what you going to do? Most of them end up doing communication or psychology. Yeah. You know how they do it, you know? Yeah. So, we, we it's just about... What, what kind of psychology you going to give when you've been a tool? You've been in a sunken place. Head trauma. <laughs> you can't get rid of that head trauma. Yeah. They looked at a 25-year-old football player. His brain looked like a 72-year-old with Alzheimer's. His, yeah. fr- from, you know? So... We taking these blows physically and psychologically. Mm-hmm. So we have to empower ourselves, and we do that economically. 
let's save our money. Stop spending our money uh, to compete with the rich. The rich own the businesses. You spending four hundred dollars for the Gucci belt? You empowering Gucci? You're not empowering yourself, brother. Now you naming yourself after him. You singing about him, giving him free advertising. Sing about yourself. Wazir is a is a, is a great name. Is a great title. <laughs> yeah. Something to live up to. So make your own name a brand. Empower yourself. And now let's channel that funds behind those artists. Like Akon, like Wazir, like those artists that saying something that's making some noise. And this is a good point to not look at your artists as just uh because everybody like, man, why everybody wanna wanna rap and do stuff like that. If Akon wouldn't have followed his dream in music, yeah. he wouldn't be lighting Africa right now. You don't know what these yeah. artists are gonna turn into later. This is you know the 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 <laughs> the, the artists, the rap artists and rap has become the number one music genre of this time. The music expression of form. Yeah. So the rapper is the new leader, the hip-hop artist, the MC. What do y'all call? All that, yeah. You are the new leader. You have a voice. Mm-hmm. You have an audience. You can tell the audience to go continue to buy Gucci and Nike and all that. Or you can go tell your audience to empower themselves and stop being in the sunken place. <laughs> you know, stop stop being in a psychological plantation, psychological bondage. Now, you know, the image of Christ, they had his hands bound, his feet bound. Uh, they had a thorn, a thorny crown on his head. You know, he could not think for himself. He could not do for himself because he was tired. He, he was in bondage. And I hope we see the trend because, like you say, we kind of shallow with our, with our, when we get angry and it's just like, H&M is doing this. But I think we should see the pattern in that. Just like when, uh, what was that dude named Donald Sterling? Is yeah. that his name? Yeah, the, fo- the owner of the football, or the, uh, yeah. or the basketball team, whatever. And they were like, oh, man, that, that particular owner feels like this. No, yeah. all of them owners feel like yeah. this. Not just H&M feel like this. I'm sure Zara owners feel like this. Yeah. I'm sure Louis Vuitton, Gucci. No, none of them love us. And, it, and they empower <laughs> themselves. When they put their marketing and advertising campaign, they after your mind because they're after your, your pocketbook, your dollars. So after they capture your mind, you know, the tail will follow. <laughs> if you get to the head, the tail will follow. So guard your 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 spirit, guard your mind, and feed your mind things that are healthy and that's going to be empowering to you, your culture, and your community. Like business building blocks. Support business building blocks, share it, and uh, support our sponsors. And then we'll be able to empower ourselves. Man, I think that's a good way to leave it off. Any last words? Uh. Yeah, this allow this these controversies and all of the future controversies to motivate you to act in your own best interest. And also uh create the dialogue with friends and family about these issues. You know, grow yourself and those around you. You know, share the information. Information is power. And I really thank Mr. Trump and H and M for creating the dialogue giving us the opportunity, raising these concerns so we can see it better. You have really 
empowered us by you insulting us. And we're going to take that energy and we're going to make it positive. Well, like you said a couple weeks ago, I really like, we're going to be builders, not beggars. That's true. So you got the blocks, now get to building. Thank y'all for listening. And thank you. See you next week. Most of your dreams are at